0: It's Monday, and you know what that means. I sit here and bitch about not fucking making the good paylines, motherfucker. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Roydog underscore 13. And on Facebook, for the time being, until I get my next suspension, Dennis M. Roy over there. How's everybody doing? Uh, yeah, so uh, pay lines were rather high. Um, we always try to set the goal of 140 points over on FanDuel and... Set a goal of about 175, 180 over on DK. We hit the goals. But, unfortunately, all the chalk hit. So, what happened? Uh, yeah, we uh, we didn't get paid out. Uh, basically, if you didn't score over 200 points on DK, uh, you weren't cashing out in my 50-50s. And then uh, over on Yahoo or uh, not Yahoo, Yahoo was okay, but um, over on FanDuel, if you didn't score 150 points, you weren't uh, you weren't gonna score. So basically, what I'm trying to tell you is is that that fucking DK Metcalf touchdown callback that cost me a shit ton of money. So uh, yeah, thanks to the motherfucker that I decided to hold. That was great. Didn't even have to fucking do it. Let's go ahead and uh, review what, uh, what the games were, or during the games. Uh, we'll do a quick review, and then we're going to go through... i got to fix this. There we go. Um, we'll do a quick review of the games, uh, pull on all players that <clears throat> I had in the write-up, and then uh, we'll go ahead and get into the Strength of Schedule uh, breakdowns, uh, you guys do have the actual good ones this week, which is, uh, yeah, thank you to me for actually going through and fixing what I screwed up last time. Yeah, it was great. Um, so, but without further ado, let's get in here. Detroit Lions won on a last minute touchdown and extra point, to 23-22 over the Atlanta Falcons. Matthew Stafford, 25-36 for 340 yards and a tutty. I just, I I knew it. I knew it. We talked about it on the podcast. I just, you got the yardage in there. You just didn't get the fucking touchdowns. That was the problem. And we did like a few guys from this game. Uh, One of them was uh, DeAndre Swift. Nine for twenty-seven and a touchdown, which the touchdown basically saved his day. Four, uh, five targets, four receptions, twenty-one yards. Just was very underwhelming. Uh, Swift looked actually pretty good out there, even though he was at a three, you know, three yards per carry average. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, Adrian Peterson had eleven carries for twenty-nine yards, so he's about fifty-fifty right in there in terms of touches and stuff. Um, he actually had more touches than Peterson. Peterson had 12, and DeAndre Swift had 13. So, But uh, Kenny Galladay did get it done. A little underwhelming because he didn't get the touchdown. Seven targets, six receptions, 114 yards. I still really like the play, even though it was chalky as shit. Um, Marvin Jones actually showed up. Six, six targets, five receptions, 80 yards. Uh, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, got six targets. Uh, that last target put him over the top. Six targets, five receptions, four fifty-nine 59 yards, and the game-winning touchdown. Uh, TJ Hawkinson is getting it done every, every week, although it's not like he's not blowing us away with what he's doing. So good for cash uh, as far as tournament, I don't know. It seems like his upside is really capped with the uh, kind of like the target restrictions that he's been having. Matt Ryan on the other side, 31 of 42, 338 and one touchdown. Did have a fumble, uh, very underwhelming, but did get the job done. Just not what we needed this week in cash. Um, if he would have gotten to about three touchdowns, uh, I think we would have been fine with it, um, but he did not. So it is what it is. And I got a cat going crazy. That is fantastic. I'm glad the microphone picked that up. Uh, Todd Gurley talked about it. Not good for cash, but is good for um, GPPs. And what the fuck just happened here, Nick Foles? What did you just do? (laughs) Fumble or interception? What do we got? Oh, my God. Okay. So my sling decided to stall out and go to commercial with Bill Pelichick. That's great. Tag early, 23 carries for 63 yards. Yikes, 2.7 average. Uh, But did get to two touchdowns, so he was at about 18 there. Uh, Had two receptions for 19 yards, so if you're on DK, that's another four points. So he hit 22, not too bad uh, in that regard. So he actually got the job done. Uh, He was a little bit... He was at a reduced price, so I really did like him uh, this week. We like running backs against the Detroit Lions. Uh, Julio Jones, 8 receptions on 9 targets for 97 yards. Calvin Ridley, 5 catches on uh, 7 targets, 69 yards, and a touchdown, so that's 12. Uh, 17, still underwhelming for his price. That's unfortunate. Hayden Hurst has been getting it done uh last couple of weeks. He had 6 catches for 68 yards. Uh, with Russell Gage getting hurt, it uh, might be time to look at Hayden Hurst again, if, especially if he need a tight end. Um, and I do in a couple of spots. Uh, let's go to our next game. Overall, though, that game was very, very disappointing, and I was a little bit worried about it. Uh, and with good reason, Pittsburgh Steelers still unbeaten took down the Tennessee Titans, uh, twenty-seven to twenty-four. Game was a bit closer than what it should have been. Deontay Johnson got hurt, uh, and then they decided that they were just going to kind of really fucking stall out. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, thirty-two of forty-nine, two sixty-eight and two, uh, but three interceptions, so that's not good. Uh, but it, you know, it's Ben Roethlisberger on the road. <laughs> James Conner, though, had 20 carries for 82 yards um, <clears throat> and had a couple of receptions, uh, three to be precise for 29 yards. Benny, Fow- uh, Benny Snell was actually the guy that got the touchdown. He didn't do much of anything, though, two carries for two yards and a touch. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster decided to show up. He got 14 targets, too, which was mighty, mighty interesting. Uh, nine receptions for 85 yards. Deontay Johnson was the guy um, that I did have in the write-up. Like I said on DK, his price was way too low. Um, unfortunately, for, say, FanDuel and Yahoo, I didn't use him over there. Uh, Daryl Henderson looks to be like he is going to be our running back in L.A. Holy fuck, did he just take that one um 9 receptions 80 yards and two touchdowns That was great for his value uh like I said he is he's the number one talked about it this weekend uh start him with confidence if he's playing you have to kind of play him um if you kind of want to wait and see uh with Chase Claypool and stuff like in Juju Smith-Schuster um I just say you know you can still start him as a wide receiver two wide receiver three Eric Ebron decided to show up after I fucking caught him. Uh, Six receptions on eight targets for 50 yards, so that's great. Um, uh, Speaking of Chase Claypool, (laughs) one target, one reception for minus two yards. So he is very, very dependent. You don't start him every week. But I didn't get a lot of questions about Chase Claypool, so that was good. I'm glad. I'm happy. I think you guys are kind of understanding some of this stuff, and that's great like seeing that. Ryan Tannehill on the other side, 18 for 30, 220 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, no picks, so it was actually a pretty clean game for him. Uh, Derrick Henry, 20 carries for 75 yards and a touch. Uh, so he, caught, he got the job done for you in seasonal, again, in a really hard matchup, but just didn't get the job done. Uh, kind of like Adam Humphreys, who started out really quick. He got his uh, first target, I believe, was his reception. Uh, for 19 yards, so I thought it was going to be a really good day, and then he just didn't do anything. He got two more targets, and that was it. A.J. Brown, the big winner here. Uh, Eight targets, six receptions, 153 yards, and a touchdown. You're starting them every week, no matter what. Uh, Corey Davis also showed up after coming off the COVID list. Uh, Ten targets, six receptions, 35 yards, and a touch. Uh, So 9, 6, 15 points out of Corey Davis would have been terrific. Uh, Nothing out of the tight ends, nothing else of real significance here. Next game, this one uh, uh, brings tears of joy uh, because it is the Dallas uh, Douche Canoes game. Douche Canoes put a whoop in 25-3. Love it. Anytime that the uh, Dallas Cowboys can... Uh, just decide not to really want to fucking play. Uh, that's fine. Uh, being a Packers fan, their misery is my pleasure. Uh, Andy Dalton nine for nineteen, seventy-five yards and a pick. Uh, also left with a concussion, which brought in Ben DiNucci, who was two for three for thirty-nine. So nothing real special there. Ezekiel Elliott <laughs> Love that line. Oh, they get Zach Martin back. Uh, I think Zeke's going to be fine here, but uh, with the two off outside tackles, pardon me, outside tackles out plus Zach Martin at guard out, that line was atrocious, and that's why we went with the douche canoes. As the punt defense found that right away <clears throat> uh, when I saw the pri- um, when I saw the matchups. Um, and looked at uh, uh, the pricing right away and saw how cheap they were, and it was just like, yeah, that's pretty much, you just might as well just plug and play it. Um, Said that on the podcast, too, that I was probably, you know, not getting away from Washington, even though I laid down a couple other defenses, Uh, Pittsburgh being one of them that really kind of sucked a bag of dicks, I think. Or, no, I didn't do Pittsburgh this week. I don't remember who I did. Ooh, Jared Goff running. Oof, Bears are getting run on. They're getting run on. Ezekiel uh, Elliott, 12 carries, 45 yards, no touchdowns. Um, not really that much out of this game. He also had uh, two targets, one reception for six yards. Ooh. Mario Cooper did okay, though, if you used him. Seven targets, seven receptions, 80 yards. You'll take the 15 in a full-point PPR with that. Uh, but we got nothing out of Dalton Schultz, Michael Gallup, Uh, C.D. Lamb, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, maybe you could trade Cooper if you want, if you want to completely get away from it. Um, But C.D. Lamb you're going to be kind of stuck with. I think that's okay, though. Um, We'll see what happens with Danucci um, in the next couple of weeks because I believe Dalton is not going to be playing next week. Douche Canoes, Kyle Allen, uh, 15-25 for 194 yards and two touchdowns. There was somebody actually on Twitter that was fucking cheering that they picked uh, Kyle Allen as a cheap quarterback, and it was like, dude, um, why would you go there when you had Herbert sitting down there too? Like, I don't don't know what's going on with them, idiots. Uh, Antonio Gibson, who was in the GPP section, did really well. Uh, 20 carries for 128 yards And a touchdown JD McKissick still kind of sitting around though With 5 carries for 35 And then McKissick was more involved In the passing game But like I said The running game against the Cowboys Is where you kind of want to attack Not really uh, running back in the passing game um, So that kind of worked out there Peyton Barber also got some carries Which really pissed me off 10 carries for 34 yards Just get Pey- Peyton Barber off the field I don't care if he's in a closer role either. Uh, Terry McLaurin at 7 for 90 and a touchdown on 11 targets. He actually was robbed of a touchdown uh, earlier, um, which was fine by me because I did actually fade McLaurin, uh, not so much because of the rain, but just because I was worried that uh, Washington was going to get way up ahead. And then they were going to quit throwing, but it was a good play. Uh, full point PPR, 16 plus 6 is 22 points, so he did uh, exceed value there. Uh, was a good play. Uh, Logan Thomas we need to take a look at. Uh, four receptions on four targets for 60 yards and a touchdown. Uh, if you're hurting a tight end, I think you could do worse than Logan Thomas, but you're going to have to play it week by week. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, two Washington's actually on a buy, so you might be able to wait, uh, not have to mess around with waivers this week with him, so there's a little bit of a uh, nice thing for you, nice little nice little present oh god, Buffalo and New York Jets oh this game was freaking horrible oh 18 to 10, 6 field goals for Buffalo oh uh, so bad too <laughs> It was so bad. Every time I looked at this game, I'm like, ugh, ugh. Uh, and the one league where I actually still have kickers available, too, the, um, Tyler Bass was already taken there. I was like, ugh. Oh. oh, I want a Tyler Bass. New York Jets are definitely a team that you want to attack. If you have kickers uh, in your league, Always look at who the jets are playing and go ahead and pick up that kicker because they are I believe they're the worst in the league uh, points per game for the kicker and we talk and I talked about that right that that's how i, I that's how I look at it when I need to get a kicker uh, you you start it with the top five the worst teams you just type in defense versus position NFL. Um, I use NFL.com scoring, uh, so look at NFL.com, CBS Sports works too, um, but I kind of switched to NFL.com, it's a little bit easier, it's a little bit cleaner for me to, uh, to read and pull the data off of, um, cause they actually put in their rankings, so, but, uh, then I'll look at the top five, uh, for my kicker over in there, that's how I used to do it, <clears throat> um, when we used to have kickers on Fanduel, uh, that's how I that's how I was selecting kickers and finding cheap price kickers that were going to kick, you know, have an opportunity to kick at least three field goals. Uh, Bills, uh, Josh Allen, who was recommended, I apologize, uh, just didn't work out. Uh, Thirty for forty three, three hundred seventy yards, no touchdowns, no picks. I believe he had a fumble, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he did. Uh, but he did have 11 rushes for 61 yards. I told you, that's where he was going to run. So I think the analysis was good on it. It just didn't work out with the touchdowns, which is unfortunate. Um, So if you did use Josh Allen, I'd, I'll still apologize for it, but I still think it was a pretty decent call. Um, But if we look at the running game, you got Zach Moss, 7 for 47. I think I dropped him in one league... So Zach Moss might be available if you want to put yourself in the position to take a look here. Um, I don't think it's a terrible idea, um, but just be kind of be careful with it because you're going to be sitting on him too. Uh, Cole Beasley got it done in the uh, receiving game, the passing game. Uh, 11 receptions on 12 targets, 112 yards. I mean, he's pretty much just a plug-and-play on uh, full-point PPR sites. I looked at him too. I mean, dude, you you can't get twenty two points, not even with a bonus. You know, for the over hundred and the over ten. I mean, you look at oh, shit. Let's just look at let's just look at DK. You got twenty two points sitting there. You got an extra four points because you got two points for the over ten receptions, and then you got another two points for over hundred. So he had twenty six points and didn't even score a fucking touchdown. That's fantastic. Uh, Tyler Croft. There's some buzzing on Tyler Croft. I did bring it up. Everybody else was on a COVID list. Four targets, four receptions, 64 yards. Uh, Stefan Diggs, you know, kind of followed with the Josh Allen thing. He did have 11 targets, but he only came up with six receptions for 48. So that really sucked. Uh, Zach Moss was actually involved in the passing game. Three receptions on three targets. Uh, for 25 yards, so, uh, yeah, yeah, let's take a look at the Jets, shall we, Ugh. about the only, the only, there's a couple of good things to take away from this game, now, we did not have Jamison Crowder, uh, hopefully you looked at the update that I sent, that actually had Jamison Crowder out, uh, but Lamichael Pirine, man, uh, 11 carries, 39 yards, not great per carry average, but did get a touchdown in there saw three targets for two uh two receptions uh 16 yards so he is involved they're getting him a little bit more involved each week which is great. Uh, and you'll be able to see that on the target on the target sheet when it comes out tomorrow. Uh tomorrow night I should say. But uh we had our first look at Denzel Mims. Uh seven targets, four receptions, 42 yards. He did not look that bad. Oh my god, he just threw another fucking pick. <laughs> You fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. That is great. He's going to get benched for fucking Trubisky. Uh, Braxton Berrios was actually involved in the uh, slot. He filled in for Jameson Crowder. Uh, Seven targets, four receptions, 35 yards, nothing too great. Bershar Perriman, meh. But I blame that more on the Jets and Sam Darnold than I do on Perriman. If Perryman wants a big contract, I don't think it's going to happen by being in New York. Next game we have, uh, Carolina Panthers falling to the New Orleans Saints, 27-24. to This was actually a really good game, and Steve Renner was actually on Marquez Calloway. Uh, but he, and to be completely honest with you, he's been talking about Marquez Cal- Calloway since uh, early preseason. So he knows it. He knows it. He's a Saints fan. He knows his shit with him. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, 23-28, 254 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, also had two carries for 10 yards. Not too bad of a day, but uh, in the end, you know, wasn't really going to get it done unless you were able to fit everything that just kind of exploded. So that's pretty much, um, you know, just kind of up to your lineup building. Mike Davis, seven carries for 12 yards. Uh, not a very good day uh salvaged it five five receptions on five targets for twenty four yards so he salvaged it a little bit but nothing nothing too major uh d j moore was the big winner uh he was <clears throat> he was cash slash g p p um five targets four receptions ninety three yards and two touchdowns Oh, somebody tried to call me. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Stupid voting shit. Um, He was the big winner here. It was really, you know, it's hard. It's hard, but it's not hard because DJ Moore actually has good history against New Orleans on there. Um, But I just, you know, me being the guy that kind of follows the numbers and stuff like that, it, it really points to Robbie Anderson. And if you look at the targets, Robbie Anderson had eight. He had six receptions, 74 yards. Wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great either. Um, Definitely wasn't going to help you win a GPP. Curtis Samuel's actually been getting involved lately. Uh, He had six targets, six receptions for 48 yards, so pay attention to that. I don't know if he's going to be really viable, but it's definitely something to kind of consider. Pardon me. Drew Brees, twenty nine of thirty six, two hundred eighty seven yards, two touchdowns. Uh, also had a, uh, <clears throat> a touchdown at the goal line, the rushing. Uh, so he had himself a decent day. Uh, Alvin Kamara actually was really a disappointment for his price. Um, I think he got it done actually. No, but he did get it done. He got it done on DK, but he didn't get it done over on FanDuel where he's priced up a bit. Uh, Fourteen for eighty three. Uh, and then had eight receptions on eight targets for 65 yards. So I mean you take it, but it 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 was basically it was like 22 points and uh you weren't you know for the price that you paid for it. I mean, Gio Bernard and Jamal Williams, you know, when we get over to there, you know, they both had 20, 22 points, you know, at a very uh, reasonable rate. So um Tomorrow I promised myself that While I was doing some of this work I was going to do another podcast And just kind of some bullshit around uh, Talking about, you know, my thoughts and feelings on DFS And uh, maybe some seasonal stuff Just kind of off the cuff Not like this one isn't right But um, just kind of get Talking about some basics and stuff like that And just about life and all in general So um but let, let's get back to this Latavius Murray 11 carries 47 yards uh he also had a reception for 9 I talked about that a little bit on the podcast uh New Orleans was playing from ahead and I think that's what really killed off a little bit of Kamara although he did have the 14 carries but I mean they just I'm telling you they just give Latavius Murray a lot of carries when they're ahead which, I mean, is good. You don't want to bang up Kamara, especially if you're not in doubt of, you know, really losing a game every once in a while. But uh, Marquez Calloway was the wide receiver uh, that came out on top here. Uh, Ten targets, eight receptions, 75 yards. But Deontay Harris was actually behind him. Uh, five receptions, or five targets, four receptions, 46 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Jared Cook, Uh, four targets, three receptions, 32 yards, and a touchdown, so not bad, but not great. Uh, Traquan Smith actually wasn't too bad either. It was really spread around, uh, four targets, four receptions, 54 yards. So uh, not too bad in seasonal. Would have gotten you through a bye week, Um, but outside of that, probably nothing too major. And here we'll get to my favorite game of the week. Uh, Johnny Munt with the catch. I, I fucking told you, Byron. It's Johnny Munt Day. Uh, Green Bay beat the Houston Texans thirty-five to twenty. Um, and they beat them pretty handedly. Uh, that was a real whooping. Uh, Aaron Rodgers came through two eighty-three and four touchdowns. Really liked him there. Uh, the big winner was really Jamal Williams, if you're playing DFS. Real cheap. Uh, we'll get into some of this stuff uh, tomorrow, my feelings on it. But 19 carries, 77 yards, and one touchdown. Also had four receptions on five targets for 37 yards. So he had a, himself a really nice day. He got himself about 20 points. Um, really, really solid day. Uh, A.J. Dillon only had five carries for 11 yards. Was very unimpressive. Um, which is unfortunate because I I do hold him in high regard. So we'll see what happens there. I don't think I caught this marquez Valdez scatling run when I did the target sheet. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Tim Boyle actually got into the game. In case you wanted to know that one, I didn't fucking put it down. I gotta make sure I get that in there. I got through all the early games. I'm gonna do the late games in the and tonight's game tomorrow afternoon. Uh, but big winner, big winner. Oh, this is what pisses me off because I really, I really wanted to put Devonte Adams in my cash game lineup, but it was just wasn't fitting, and that was because of Alvin Kamara. But I couldn't bring myself to come off of him and drop down to Jamal Williams. Um, Oh, fucking Reynolds. Josh Reynolds, you are a shitty, shitty player. Way to go, Bears. Uh, I couldn't bring myself to either drop down off of Alvin Kamara. I went with Kareem Hunt at running back. So I think it may have fit if I dropped down from Kareem Hunt. I just couldn't bring myself to get down there um, to do it, and it ended up being a big mistake because he had Devontae Adams with 13 receptions on 16 targets for 196 and two touchdowns. Just nothing. Just fucking nothing I can do about it. It sucks. I'll deal with it. It is what it is. Robert Tanyan. Uh, two receptions on two targets for 32 yards. Um, I might be done with Robert Tanya. there wasn't much else in here. Malik Taylor did get a touchdown. Uh, Chase Sternberger, tight end, got a touchdown, but nothing much for uh yardage. Neither one is one that you're really gonna uh really want this we- this week. Uh, Deshaun Watson on the other side was 29-39 of for 309 and two touchdowns, so good for seasonal but not at his price on DFS. Uh, Seven carries for 38 yards, so basically it was almost like uh, 309 and three. Uh, Just wasn't going to get it done. Uh, David Johnson, real disappointment, 14 for 42. He did pick it up in the passing game, though. Uh, Four targets, four receptions, 42 yards and a touchdown, but he did have a fumble, which really sucked. Um, Brandon Cooks. I played the matchup on there. Uh, nine targets, seven receptions, sixty yards. So he was good there. Randall Cobb was actually the better um, play. A revenge game, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Ten targets, eight receptions, ninety-five yards. Uh, Will Fuller though did get the touchdown for the wide receivers though. Six targets, three three receptions, thirty-five yards and a touchdown. Uh, good for seasonal, but he, he's he been priced up, so um, you wouldn't have gotten any real value out of him in there. So, where are we going next? Oh, we're going to Cincinnati where the Cleveland Browns snuck out a 37-34 to 34 win over the Bengals. Oh, man. I wanted the Bengals to win so bad. So bad. I didn't have any money or anything on it. Just wanted them to win so bad. Uh, Baker Mayfield uh, had a really good day with Odell Beckham going on IR with a torn ACL. Baker Mayfield, 22 of 28 for 297, uh, five touchdowns and a pick. Um, where are we going to go here? Oh, Kareem Hunt, 18, ugh, 18 carries for 76 yards. Very mundane, 4.2, but he was getting the job done. I don't know why they weren't running him a little bit more. Um, especially since they only threw to him four times. Three receptions, 26 yards, and a touchdown. So he did save the day, uh, but he only got 17 points, which really sucked for how much he had to pay for him. Uh, it was about seven on on uh, FanDuel. So that really sucked, but it is what it is. Uh, Rashad Higgins was kind of the big winner as far as wide receivers go. Six targets, six receptions, on a, and 110 yards. Uh, he filled in basically for Odell Beckham when he went out. So uh, Rashad Higgins is somebody that you want to look at. I wouldn't pay really too much. This is going to still be the heavy run offense. Um, so take it easy uh, when you're going to go bid on him. Harrison Bryant. Four receptions, 56 yards, two touchdowns. He was one of the guys in the write-up on five targets. Not really a guy that, um, I mean, for next week he'd be fine, um, but anything else past that, you're going to end up having Austin Hooper back. Whether or not they're going to run two tight end sets, now that is a question. Uh, But David Njoku is still there, and David Njoku also had two receptions 20 yards and a touchdown as well so that is what it is if you're in deeper leagues i have a little bit of interest on donovan people jones uh three receptions uh three targets 56 yards and a touchdown um i have a little i have a little bit of interest a little not huge a little okay uh, because you will still have Jarvis Landry there who six targets, five receptions, 48 yards. So uh, still one of the main guys there. But uh, Rashad Higgins really stepping it up. Other side you had Joe Burrow, 35-47, of 47, 406 yards. Three touchdowns and a pick. Also had a rushing touchdown on six carries for 34 yards. So really, really good day for Joe Burrow. We liked him from the start. We talked about it during draft season. So, Joe is not disappointing us. Uh, Giovanni Bernard, he was our value fill in at running back this week 13 for 37, uh, which was very pedestrian. But on five targets, he had five receptions, 59 yards, and a touchdown. Ended up getting that 20 point in PPR. That's what we liked. Oh, who else is here? Oh, Mr. Tyler Boyd. Mr. Tyler Boyd, who is the guy who supersedes T. Higgins. 13 targets, 11 receptions, 101 yards, and one touchdown. I have no clue why I did that voice. No, none at all. None at all. Uh, A.J. Green is starting to actually heat up here and show up. 13 targets, 7 receptions for 82 yards, Uh, but I still believe that Boyd and Higgins are the two main guys. Uh, Higgins wasn't too bad though. Five receptions on five targets for 71 yards and a touchdown. Uh, at his, at his, uh, salary, he was very much, uh, in play here. Nobody else of real significance. He did Detroit Atlanta. Can we go to Tampa Bay, Las Vegas, Tampa Bay, Las Vegas. I had put the defense in there. They did play a little bit of garbage time here uh Tampa wins 45 to 20. Let's really look at these stats cuz I have not been into this game yet. So I do apologize. Tom Brady 33 of 45 for 369 and four touchdowns. Um good god. I don't yeah. Oh, that's that's disappointing. Um generally you will not attack uh, Las Vegas with the passing game, you will attack them with the running game. Um, but I get, I kind of get how this worked. The only issue is, you know, who are the passing targets going to be when it's wide open like that, uh, especially when they're so bad against the running game. Uh, running game didn't do too bad. The only problem is that Ronald Jones really kind of stunk it up with 13 carries for 34 yards and a touch. Uh, two point six average. Oh, Brady also had a touchdown on the ground too. Oh my God, he had five fucking touchdowns. Oh, Leonard Fournette, uh, Ronald Jones really opened up the door for Leonard Fournette here. Uh, with Leonard Fournette being a better pass catcher. Uh, Leonard Fournette, eleven carries for fifty yards. Uh, also had six receptions on seven targets for forty-seven yards. So, who knows? Who knows? This could be any given Sunday. To be completely honest, between the two, if Fournette or Ronald Jones are sitting on the wire, you have to pick him up. Um, and just, I guess you're you're at least not letting somebody else have him. And just trying to see how this kind of works itself out. Uh, Injury would probably be about the best thing, other than just a full out benching. Um, but Ronald Jones did earn. You know, the last couple of weeks he earned his spot. So we'll see what happens here. Scotty Miller was the big winner in the passing game. Six receptions on nine targets, 109 yards and one touchdown. I, know I, This is Scotty Miller's fucking swan song. Don't even get me started here. Uh, Chris Gar- uh, Godwin, nine, nine, nine receptions on nine targets, 88 yards and a touchdown. He did come through. Did come through. He was the guy that we picked. We did not go with Mike Evans, who ended up two receptions, 37 yards, on two targets, so that sucks. Um, With Antonio Brown coming to Tampa, that's really going to take away from Mike Evans here. So Uh, I did get a question about Antonio Brown. I think in deeper leagues, I'm okay with it. I'm happy with it, going after him, not trying to spend too much on it but if you have limited bench space and whatnot i'm just not that interested to be completely honest with you um robin garkowski five he's he's eating up too five receptions for on eight targets for 62 yards and a touchdown uh so that was pretty nice in there uh let's see what happened with the raiders raiders really sucked Ooh. Uh, Derek Carr actually Derek Carr didn't do too bad. Twenty four to thirty six, two eighty four, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, that's not too bad. Uh, also, I had two rushes for nineteen yards, so got it done. Uh, figured Josh Jacobs wasn't going to get anything going here. Ten reset, uh, ten carries for seventeen yards. <laughs> oof, oof. Well, let's just go to the wide receivers. Nelson Aguilar was the heavy hitter. Uh, five receptions on nine targets for one hundred and seven yards and one touchdown. Uh, he is filling in uh, for Ed, Brian Edwards uh, as the wide receiver, as a de facto wide receiver two uh, to Henry Ruggs. So I think he is somebody that we can maybe trust here. I'm willing to throw down a couple dollars because I don't know when Edwards is going to be back, to be completely honest. Uh, Darren Waller at tight end. Uh, you're pretty happy with him. Nine targets, six receptions. Uh, 50 yards and a touchdown that equates out to about 17 points. You'll take that from your tight end here. Uh, Hunter Renfro bringing up the rear, uh, actually not the full rear. Um, Four receptions, 42 yards. Henry Ruggs, two receptions, 35 yards. He's going to be completely up and down uh, the whole season. That's kind of what we expect. You don't use him in matchups like uh, Seattle, stuff like that. L.A. Chargers and Jacksonville Jaguars. L.A. Chargers won 39-29. This was a pretty good pick in here, but we're going to start with the Jacksonville side. Garner Minshew, 14-27, 173 yards and two touchdowns. No picks. Also had four rushes for 21 yards. Big winner here is actually running back James Robinson. The week after the last two fucking weeks. I was so frustrated watching this. Uh, 22 carries for 119 yards and a touchdown. Um, Also had four receptions for 18 yards and a touchdown. So he did really, really well. Uh, I'm happy for the kid. I'm just pissed off that uh, he does it on the one week that I don't list him. Uh, Nothing too much going on here with the wide receiving group. Uh, DJ Chark is getting into really bad uh, um, sit status here. I mean, he had. Se- He's the overall target leader. Uh, he beat James Robinson by one. He had seven targets, but he only had one reception for 26 yards. So I'm going to look at this game really fucking closely because. I uh, it may not be DJ Chark. It this may be Gardner Minshew. Um just not being that good. Nobody else nobody else did anything. Uh James O'Shaughnessy though did have three receptions on three targets for thirty two yards, so that would be six point two points in a full point PPR. He actually got it kinda done, you know, if you put it down there. And uh hopefully nobody uh Nobody realized that I totally skipped over fucking Darren Fells in that Houston game. Oh, that's right. Because he didn't have a reception or a target. Are you kidding me? Come on. Come on, Watson. Pissed me off. Justin Herbert, man. I said it. I said it. Could be wrong about this kid. We'll see how the whole season plays out, but jeez, man. Like uh, 27 to 43, 347 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Also had nine carries for 66 yards and a touchdown, which is awesome. Uh, As far as the running backs go, let's see how the tally went. Joshua Kelly was 12 for 29. Uh, Justin Jackson, 5 for 12. Your actual best guy was uh, Joe Reed, wide receiver. Two carries, 14 yards and a touchdown, so... It is what it is there. Uh, Keenan Allen ended up pretty good Pretty good in a full-point PPR, 10, 10 receptions on 13 targets, 125 yards. Uh, Mike Williams sucked. Um, Jalen Guyton, I was on the fence on whether or not to include him, uh, and I guess I chose poorly to be completely honest with you. Uh, two receptions, 84 yards, and a touchdown. Had a real nice long touchdown. Holy shit. Uh, Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly were actually kind of neck and neck as far as receptions. They both had five. Uh, These are the running backs. But Justin Jackson had 43 yards as compared to Josh Kelly's uh, 24. Uh, Hunter Henry, very disappointing. Seven targets but only had three receptions for 23 yards. Uh, That's because for whatever fucking reason, uh, uh, Herbert wanted to throw to Virgil Green who had a 26-yard touchdown reception, and Donald Parham, who had a 22-yard touchdown reception. Um, So, yeah, I don't know what the hell is going on here with that. Um, I guess for the time being, uh, maybe I'm fading Henry, but Virgil Green did come up lame after he caught that touchdown. Uh, So it kind of gives me, I I don't want to say hope because he got hurt, but it kind of gives me pause on just not wanting to do Hunter Henry altogether. Uh, let's see here. San Francisco 49ers, 33, New England Patriots, 6. Uh, I am going to tell you full out uh, outside of Cam Newton uh, and maybe a couple of the running backs that you can, you know, outside of Damian Harris and probably uh, uh, James White. I would drop every single other fucking New England Patriots player off of your team. I would not put up with that shit. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, 20 for 25, 277 yards and two picks. Ooh, you don't throw on the Patriots. Uh, Jeff Wilson was a big winner here. 17 carries for 112 yards and three touchdowns uh, for whatever reason. Jarek McKinnon. You know, they said that, oh, yeah, we were going to rest him. Yeah, you're full of shit. Three uh, carries for minus one yard. It's great that he was in one of my li- uh, uh, seasonal lineups there. Uh, Jermichael Hasty, nine carries for 57 yards, not buying into it. Kyle Usechek four carries, 18 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, they just ran all freaking over uh, the Patriots here. Um,. Jeff Wilson got hurt in this game, um, so I wouldn't be trying to uh, go get him. He's supposed to be out for a couple of weeks. Uh, you have Tevin Coleman coming back, so I don't know what we're going to do here. I mean, even with my Jarek McKinnon chair, I'm probably just not going to touch it whatsoever. I'm probably just leave it. Uh, Debo Samuel was also hurt in this game. Uh, five receptions, 65 yards, which means that Brandon Ayuk is now going to be definitely number one. Uh, six receptions on seven targets, 115 yards. I like Ayuk only in certain spots here. Uh, tight end George Kittle, though, five uh, five for 55. Uh, not getting it done at his price. We never picked him anyways because that's who the Patriots should have uh, pretty much went with. Uh Cam Newton 9 of 15 for 98 yards passing. Well, rushing uh Damian Harris wasn't too bad, 10 for 58. Um there's not really that much there's nothing else really to talk about in this game. Uh New England is offense just blows. Casey at Denver. Casey at Denver. Come on. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs 43, Denver Broncos 16. Um, not much not much of the stats here. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was 15-23 for 200 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire had eight carries for 46 yards and a touchdown. Should have given them the ball more, but Le'Veon Bell was also involved, uh, six carries for 39 yards. Uh, Receiving wise for them, Clyde Edwards-Helaire had one reception on four targets for 17 yards. Uh, I don't see Le'Veon Bell involved in the passing game. Uh, imagine that! Now nah, they got up way too ahead, too far ahead. Uh, I heard somebody touting Michael Hardman, and guess what? He failed. That's why I didn't choose Michael Hardman. Uh two receptions, fifty-seven yards on two targets. Tyree Kill scored another touchdown. I mean ten targets, six receptions, fifty-five yards and a touchdown. Uh we were talking this was a snow game. Uh Nick Kaiser actually just about outdid Travis Kelsey. Nick Kaiser, the backup tight end, uh two catches for thirty-six yards. And Travis Kelsey three catches for thirty-one. So woof. Woof. But uh the big winner here was actually KC defense. I did put it on there. Um Denver is thirtieth in points allowed to opposing teams' defenses, so it is what it is. Um They scored God, what was the touch? there was two touchdowns. Um touchdowns there was uh byron pringle had a kickoff return for a touchdown yeah 102 yard touchdown um there was also uh that was the fourth quarter where is it oh god quarterback chad Henney. that's right he had a rushing touchdown that's funny I could have scored. I could have swore they scored two. Hold on here. I don't know if I want the stats. No, don't, don't give me that. Don't give me that. Don't, don't give me that. Don't, don't give me that. Um. I thought there was an interception return. Mm, I guess there was only one. I don't know what I saw. I could have sworn they had an interception return or a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Uh, Drew Locke on the other side was 24-40, forty-two, fifty-four and two picks. Uh, so not very good there. Yikes. Uh, Phillip Lindsay, nine carries, 79 yards. Uh, but he left. I believe it was a concussion. Uh, Melvin Gordon, 17 for 68 and a touchdown. Um, so yeah, if you're scoring at home, that would be, uh, 147 yards between the two running backs versus Kansas City are good. Um, Melvin Gordon just didn't really kind of pay off on there. Uh, he had only two receptions for 12 yards on four targets, so, uh, nothing really there. Um, man, Albert O is Albert O showed up in this game. I don't know if this might have been because uh, they got so far behind, but uh, had seven seven receptions on seven targets for sixty yards. You got a deeper league team. I might take a look at Albert O because they might be starting to want to get running two wide or two tight end sets with him and Fant a little bit more. Uh, Fant had three receptions uh, for 38 yards on seven targets, so he was really heavily targeting that position. Interesting. Very interesting. That game is boring. Last but certainly not least, the game that fucked me over. Um, we have the Arizona Cardinals defeating the Seattle Seahawks 37-34. to This was actually a pretty good game. I didn't get I didn't get the replay yet. They didn't have it ready, which really pissed me off. What are we doing here? <laughs> oh, oh! Almost hit him. You almost got him. You got to be quicker than that. Oh! For the Seahawks, we have Russell Wilson, thirty-three of fifty for three eighty-eight, three touchdowns, three picks. Uh, showdown slate. I completely faded him. Um, I think he still did all right, though. Uh, Six carries for 84 yards. He actually fucking ran it. Uh, Carlos Hyde, 15 carries, 68 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, He hurt his hamstring after Chris Carson. Oh, God, what did Chris Carson do? Chris Carson got hurt. Oh, God, I'm trying to remember what the hell happened to him. Chris Carson's hurt. Uh, He's expected to – he says that he's going to be back for their next game. Um, <clears throat> we'll see about that one. Um, but with <laughs> Carlos Hyde got, uh, Chris Carson got hurt. Carlos Hyde got hurt. Travis Homer got hurt, which means that it's quite possible that DJ, Je- <laughs> DJ Dallas might be your starting running back, um, the next time Seattle's on the field. So we're going to have to pay attention to that. Uh big winner on the Seattle side though, of course, was Tyler Lockett. Twenty? Targets, 15 receptions, 200 yards on the money, and three touchdowns. Just a huge, huge game. DK Metcalf uh, did get screwed out of his touchdown, though, and ended up with two carries for 23 yards. But uh, I would never steal that man's cookie because he will fucking chase you down from however much of a lead he gives you. Holy shit, that dude is quick. Uh, David Moore. Three receptions, fifty-four yards, and no touchdowns. Will Disley uh two receptions for thirty-eight yards. Dismissal, man. Dismissal. Uh the tight ends were all pretty even. That's why I would continue to just stay away from that that grouping. Uh Kyler Murray on the other side, thirty-four of forty-eight for three sixty, three touchdowns and a pick. Uh also had fourteen carries, sixty-seven yards, and a touchdown. Uh Kenyon Drake. Uh, to get hurt, he has, I believe they said, a torn ligament in his ankle. Uh, they're expected him to miss about four, they said about four weeks, but something like that could be, you know, month, month and a half. So uh, our Chase Edmonds shares are going to be coming in after the bye week next week. So um, Chase Edmonds ended up with five carries for 58 yards. Kenyon Drake finished 14 for 34 So a little bit more zing with Chase Edmonds there. Uh, Chase Edmonds also had seven catches on seven targets for 87 yards. Uh, He finished actually behind uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who had 10 receptions on 10 targets, 103 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, So Hopkins definitely got it done, even at his price tag. I said he was going to play earlier yesterday morning. Uh, So hopefully you at least got him in a GPP lineup or two. Larry Fitzgerald didn't have too bad of a game. I saw it. I kind of wanted to put him in, but I didn't do it. Eight receptions, 62 yards, so good for 14.2 and a full point PPR. Not bad. Uh, But uh, for whatever reason, um, the Cardinals wanted to try to make tight ends versus Seattle a thing. So Dan Arnold had two receptions for 57 yards on three targets. Uh, Daryl Daniels actually had another target. Uh, but did not get a reception. Christian Kirk, five for 37 and two touchdowns on eight targets. Uh, And then you had uh, Kenny Drake and Annie Isabella rounding it out. So that's pretty much it for going through the schedule. All right, let's quickly go. Jesus, this is hitting an hour already. Uh, We're going to go through our DVOA strength of schedules. I might explain this a little bit more. Uh, in depth on tomorrow's podcast, but essentially you're going to be looking if you're looking at the actual screen where it's where it has the SOS sheet, uh, you're mainly looking at the schedule itself and the colors in there. Each you know column is defined by position on the field. so and so then you're running it down. you know green is good, red is bad. Underside. You know the long uh, bar that runs um, underneath there. That's that's your full, your half, your second half, or first half, second half, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, first fourth quarter. That's your difficulty within those posi- uh, within each of those positions broken down. So um, you kind of look up here at the schedule first, and then you can kind of look at it uh, based on your position. It's actually pretty easy to read and once you figure it out, once you kind of get it ingrained in your head. I've actually let a couple of people within the industry look at this, and uh, it confuses the shit out of them. And I go, yeah, it does confuse the shit out of you until you actually look at it and think about it. So, we'll get in here. Um... Arizona Cardinals, anybody that you want to trade for or pick up. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald actually has a really good uh, schedule here coming up uh, week nine and pass 24, 12, 23, 22, 18, 30, 21, 27. So all the way through and 18 all the way through a week 17 playoff. So not too bad there. Uh, let's see here. Is their defense going to be viable maybe later? Uh, middling third and fourth quarter. Um, defense might actually be uh, be viable here. Atlanta Falcons, do we have anything else? Calvin Ridley is going to have a really good schedule except for week 16 where they face the Chiefs uh, at the Chiefs. So he'll get you through most of the playoffs. Tight end. Uh, Hayden Hurst actually does have a really good schedule once they get past their bye in week 10. So I would take a look at Hayden Hurst, especially if you're tight end deprived. Uh, he might be... Goodness, I get hiccups. Might be sitting on your waiver wire. Baltimore. Well, we're not looking at anything. Wide receiver two or wide receiver plus there. No, no. If somebody wants to sell on uh, Lamar Jackson, if you can get yourself a hell of a deal, he's got not too bad of a schedule uh, after their bye week. Or actually after week nine, after they get past the Colts, they actually don't have too bad of a schedule uh, coming up there. They do have to deal with the Steelers one more time, but nothing too major. Running backs. I don't think we want to get involved there. Buffalo Bills, anything in here of interest? Wide receiver plus, get yourself some Cole Beasley. Get yourself some Cole Beasley. Definitely, definitely get yourself some Beasley. He's got a pretty good matchup, uh, especially his fourth quarter, which would be your playoffs. Uh, definitely is somebody that you're going to want in a full-point PPR. Half-point, eh, maybe not, but. Uh, definitely take a look at it there. Carolina Panthers, how are we doing? Carolina Panthers, wide receiver two. Robbie Anderson, doubt you're going to be able to get him, though. Might be able to get him a cheap after this week. Who knows? Chicago Bears, talk about it, running back. Um, If Montgomery has a shitty game tonight, and you can get him real cheap or if somebody drops him. Uh, I would take a look at David Montgomery. I wouldn't pay much for him, though. Uh, not really at all. Uh, tight end. Get yourself some. Uh, Jimmy Graham. He's got a good rest of the season from here on out. Um, yeah, from here on out, the only thing he's got is the Lions, who don't really do too much with tight ends, but we did see what happened uh with the Packers this week. Or uh with Atlanta, I should say. Hayden Hurst had a pretty good had a pretty good game even without a touchdown. Cincinnati Cincinnati. Ooh ooh Cincinnati. Nothing from Cincinnati. Cleveland. Get yourself some Higgins. This is what you're gonna see now is you're gonna see Landry flip to a one, wide receiver one. So he'll draw the best coverage, and then you're gonna get Higgins against the wide receiver two. Uh good rest of the year. Uh they go on by actually after week eight. Uh he's got a good matchup against the Raiders, and then he's good he's pretty good to go uh the whole rest of the year. So Higg- I would I would definitely take a look at Higgins. Um Yeah, Baker Mayfield actually has some really good matchups uh coming up after the bye, so Baker Mayfield's on there. Maybe you can wait, let it go to the bye week. Although he does have he does have the Raiders this week, so might not be too bad if you're hurting that quarterback. Uh Dallas Cowboys, we're just skipping that one. Uh, Denver Broncos, not going to mess with anything on here uh, unless you can get yourself maybe some Melvin Gordon in here. He's got a pretty good, decent rest of the season. Uh, Jerry Judy, after this week eight bye, has a nice four-week stretch in there. Um, I would seriously take a look at him. Uh, Tim Patrick, as well, is right next to him. Those four matchups will be the Falcons, Raiders, Chargers, and Saints. Um, So, Tim Patrick, Jerry Jerry Judy first, Tim Patrick second. Detroit Lions. DeAndre Swift is going to hit a real nice piece in here after he gets by the Colts this next week. Have a nice, favorable matchup. Well, maybe not 100%, but definitely somebody that I'd probably take a look at. Green Bay. Uh, nobody that I'm really dying to have there. Houston. Maybe Randall Cobb, but I'd wait. I wouldn't worry about it with the uh waivers. David Johnson's gonna have a decent four week stretch, but mm, he just hasn't been playing all that good. Uh but the no, but then you get into you get into RB's in the passing game and he's really good on there. So Houston Texans. David Johnson might be viable. I wouldn't pay much for him though. Shouldn't have to. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. We're going to Indianapolis. Jonathan Taylor. Uh, af- except for week 9 and week 16, he's got an actual pretty favorable schedule on there. Um, wide receiver one. T.Y. Hilton. Uh, I'm not fucking with T.Y. Hilton. Um, but Zach Pascal's going to have a real, real nice stretch here. Uh, starting this week, actually, 19, 20, 23, 28, 25, or 23, 29, uh, 31, 29. So he might not be bad on a pickup. Trey Burton's out there. Um, outside of the Lions this upcoming week, he's got a great stretch all the way through week 15. Jacksonville, anybody that I'm buying on? Nope. Kansas City, anybody here we're buying up? No. Vegas Raiders, anybody we're buying up here? No. L.A. Chargers. Anybody we're buying up here? Mm. Oh my God, they got a pretty good favorable schedule for running backs, but I'm not going to get into that one. <laughs> oh my God, if you don't have Justin Herbert, I, you got to get Justin Herbert. You got to get Justin. You got to get Justin Herbert. Who's he playing? I don't even know who he's playing. L.A. Rams, anybody we buy in here? No. Miami Dolphins, anybody we buy in here? Now that it's two a time, it's two a time. Yeah, I didn't switch these schedules either with the uh, coronavirus, you know, outbreaks and stuff like that, where they switch kind of the uh, the thing or the. Uh, the bye weeks and all that, you're just gonna have to take it for what it is. I mean it's still pretty accurate. You know, you're just getting one game here and there. Um I'm no I'm kind of in stay away mode. I I don't know what we're gonna get with Tua Minnesota. Ooh. Um Dalvin's got a really good schedule for about the next six weeks. Nobody else though. At least nothing to trade for. I'm not too worried about that. Nope, New England. Pa- nope, New England Patriots. We're not fucking with New England. New Orleans Saints. Um, God, we need to figure out what the fuck's going on with Mike Thomas. He's a headcase right now. I uh, wonder if somebody will drop Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders would have... <laughs> Pardon me, as long as Mike Thomas comes back, Emmanuel Sanders would slip into the wide receiver too. And if you look from week 9 to week 14, he's got a really good stretch in there. Uh, tight end is going to have a real good stretch from 9... Almost through the whole rest of the season, through 16. uh, A couple tighter matchups in there, but I don't know how much I trust Jared Cook right now. Uh, New York Giants. Uh, Evan Ingram is in a bit of a warm zone uh, up through week 10. So I'm kind of hoping that he kind of goes off here so then I can kind of try and trade him. See what I can do in the couple leagues that I have them. Um, New York Jets, we buying on anybody here? Oh, jeez. Uh, Michael P. Ryan actually has a really good schedule coming up. Um, Chiefs, all. oh my God, Chiefs all the way down except for one week with the Seahawks. So. If Michael P. Ryan is sitting out there, definitely get a hold of him because that looks to be about the best schedule all the way to the end of the year from anywhere. And it's pretty good in the passing game too. So I would take a look there. Philadelphia, maybe Carson Wentz, although he's on by week nine. Carson Wentz is out there. I can take him up for a couple of weeks. I'm not going to have too many issues with that. Um uh, not buying Fulgham. Fulgham. Don't know when Rager's going to be back either because I haven't looked it up. Uh, Steelers, 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 Steelers. I actually have a really good matchup for James Conner all the rest of the year, so I might actually pick that up. Uh, Eric Ebron's uh, got a nice schedule except for Week 10 against the Bengals, but we saw what happened there, so I bet that's going to change. So, might buy on Eric Ebron. San Francisco. Well it's not rice because this is not the San Francisco treat. Uh, Brandon Ayuk actually has a really good matchup now that he's a wide receiver one. Debo Samuel would follow that track if he was there. It's so not bad there. Seattle, anybody we buying on? No. Tampa Bay, anybody we're buying on? No, because we don't know what the hell's going to happen when Antonio Brown gets there. I mean, if you look towards the end, your wide receiver one has some great matchups. It's just who the hell is the wide receiver one now? Hmm. Tennessee. Got a bad stretch coming up. Got a bad stretch coming up for Tennessee in the passing game. A little bit in the rushing game, too, but it's primarily passing game I'd be worried about here. Nobody I'd take on there, though. And douche canoes. Nobody would really buy there. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody would really buy there. So any which way, so that's all I got for you guys today. We're we ran long an hour and twelve minutes. I was hoping to keep it under an hour, uh, but we will have the target spreadsheet out tomorrow. I'll actually be working on that. I'll probably be talking through that one, and we'll talk we'll talk through some DFS type uh, thoughts and opinions on there. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go to bed because I'm gonna only get about four hours. So I will leave you guys to it. If you have any questions, you know where to find me. Hit me up at RoyDog underscore 13.